Broad Street Bully Podcast. Talking Flyers Hockey. What a jam. What's up, everybody? It's episode 348 of the Broad Street Bully Podcast. That's Nicole Westbrook with the classic 2010s hit, It's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, uh, Doyle and Jeff. What are you thankful for this year for the Flyers? I'm thankful that I don't have to hear that song. This is my favorite. This hear it. <laughs> Through the power of editing magic, we didn't have to hear any of that nonsense. You I'm definitely sorry, heard it. I, I put it through the mixer, dude. You definitely heard it. I can't. I couldn't hear it. You really couldn't hear it? Oh, wait, no. You were playing it? Yeah. I thought you just... No, I didn't hear it at all. What? Yeah, I thought that you just <laughs> were going to drop it in and then pretend like we were listening to it. Oh, son of a bitch. We have to do it again then. <laughs> no, what the no. hell happened? No, no, no. That's weird. The soundboard? I uh, know. I just the soundboard before the episode started. So, do you need to take this computer in for repairs as well as your gaming laptop, dude? Let's not talk about how I can't play Diablo two for two weeks. Okay, <laughs> the Flyers have got me depressed enough. That's 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 a bunch of crap. It's crap. Some call that art. You it's just crap. put it in after. No, it was definitely going on my end. That's why I'm wearing, I'm wondering about you guys. Maybe you guys finally cracked the Da Vinci Code and how to not hear my soundboard. And if that's if that's so. Then we are definitely quitting. Um, so you can't. The flyer Fifty percent of the reason why I'm on this podcast. You can't even hear this. It doesn't matter what you think. You guys didn't hear the rock. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I can hear that. What the hell happened? No, you guys are messing with me. Did you guys text each other? Uh, whatever. I regardless, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are messing with me. I don't like it. I wish we were because that would have been better. Doyle and I had yeah. a side chat going on how much paying for Jim Jackson to roast you on Cameo was worth to us. And then I was going to do it until my asshole dog decided he was going to eat half of a cardboard box and I had to take him to the emergency vet. So you're saying my friendship is not worth as much as saving your dog's life? It's a bunch of bullshit. Jim Jackson would love to talk trash on me. As a, as a Flyers $50. media member myself, I, um, I'm very uh, big was going to be uh, Drew claims he likes Simone Gagne, but purposely drove past the exit on his retirement night so, and missed the whole thing. Can you make fun of him for it? For all two listeners that have been with us since the beginning, they're probably <laughs> laughing right now. Um, but on behalf of all of us, uh, fuck you. Um, okay, so. Uh, so before we even get started, heartbreaking news for our generation. Doyle, apparently the Green Ranger died, the guy who played Tommy in our childhood Muddy Morphin Power Rangers show. Correct. What happened? Um, I'm not 100% sure. I just saw White Ranger, Green Ranger, he was a martial arts master. He's the guy who's been in like, the most Power Ranger stuff, even in all the reboots. Crazy. Oh, yeah. So if... Sexual thing. Between Diablo 2 and that news, if there's any single women, <laughs> if you want to <laughs> date, <laughs> because I definitely... The dragons were to drop. <laughs> the, the sound that he makes to, through his knife thing. Oh, the damn, but a damn, but a Yeah, that part. Yeah, I could. That's that's actually gonna be my intro music when I start my MMA career. I'm gonna come <laughs> out to that. 
and really put uh, fear in the hearts of people. Just like the Flyers lineup is, boys. Oh my God, the Flyers mm. are two five and two in their last. Uh, what? No, sorry. What is it? They're not two five and two. That, that doesn't add up. Six losses. They're two five and three in their last ten. In November, they are two five and three. The Six Flyers losses in a row. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? I think is the correct answer. Two five and three. I, I was written down, but I, you know, I lost my place because I was getting all worried about the Green Ranger. But um, the Flyers are now seven seven and four on the season. So hockey five hundred ish, uh, good for eighteen points. Six in the Metro, and the wheels on the bus are falling off. And we knew this was going to happen. The Flyers uh, had a rough week. We 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 did the episode earlier last Sunday. And the Flyers lost five one Dallas. We we saw that coming. I think I predicted three or one or four one. Then uh, the Flyers went on to play Columbus, who's below them in the standings, and lost a five four game after they were down. I think two nothing to start. And the Flyers just got cruised over by the Bruins on Thursday four one. And then the Flyers were down. I'm sorry, we're up against Canadians early. They're up what two nothing, and they were able to come back. I watched the second and third period of that game and the overtime and the shootout. And just like we had said. Um, Carter Hart can only hang on for so long. I think there was many of those Canadians' goals, especially at the end of the game when they scored with 1.8 seconds left, was just a flurry of chances. Carter Hart going post-to-post and coast-to-coast, doing his best, failed clears. Uh, a stick was broken, so it was like a six-on-four with the empty empty net. And then um, they just couldn't hang on long enough. And then, you know, a nice shot at the end of that uh, regulation at one point, what, 1.8 seconds left, and then they tie it, and then overtime back and forth, and then... Uh, shootout, obviously, you know, the Flyers doing shootouts. And that's that's pretty much it. The same old, same old. The Flyers don't have enough top-end talent to compete with most teams. And in order to play and be in every game, they have to play pretty much a semi-perfect, uh, systematic game, uh, as, as according to Coach Tortorella. Did I miss anything? Um, I think the only thing I would add to that is that Ellen Tippett has been playing it very well over the last week or so. Oh yeah, it's not it's not all like horrible news. I, I, Tippett has um, he was rumored to have a pretty good shot, and now we're starting to see it. His goal his goals in uh, the Canadians game, especially like just his ability to use the defenseman as a screen and shoot it between his legs and pick a corner, excellent. Yeah, the one that he scored right off the faceoff is pretty cool. Yeah, so we're seeing Owen Tippett get uh, more flourishing in his chances. Uh, Morgan Frost also had a great shootout attempt last night. I know that's you know what he's supposed to be good at. I would like to see him put a better 200-foot effort in, but that was cool. But the Flyers now also find themselves where we're missing some of our star players. Uh, by that, I mean Cam Atkinson and Sean Couturier. It's piling up. The Flyers uh, did not get away with this week with just losses. They also lost the war of attrition. Travis Konechny with a wrist injury against the Bruins on Thursday night, still waiting to hear about his right hand. Uh, Fletcher hasn't really addressed the media about an upper body injury. And then Scott Lawton on the power play got deposited. Clean check against the boards, but like landed on his head it looked like. So he's probably out of the concussion. So we're losing our top one of our top two-way forwards in Scott Lawton, who's a leader on this team. He plays in all situations, plays center. And then you have Travis Konechny, our top scorer, out probably for a little bit. It didn't look good. So it just keeps getting worse. And <laughs> like I don't know what's going to happen. Travis Konechny's injury, too, was just like... <laughs> It was just a flyby, and he just hit, I forget who, made him crazy in, like, the back. And you just saw him, like, shake his hand and then go immediately to the bench. And I was like, God damn it. Glass man. It could be, like, took us. it could be, um, it could be, like, a muscle thing, right? It could be, like, a strain, or it could be just, like, a, like a chipped a bone. Well, it was important enough that they sent him home to get 
a second opinion. He didn't stay with the team on the road trip, so yeah, it's probably broken then. Just certain. Yeah, he went back to Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, it seems pretty serious if they send him home on the road trip. If it's just so, a, a number one scorer. One Here we go, boys and girls. So, well, the good news is you still have Kevin Hayes. The bad news is it sounds like John Tortorella hates Kevin Hayes. So, why would you say that? Uh, every time John Tortorella talks about Kevin Hayes, he's just angry about how he's playing. Well, John Tortorella is angry about everyone's playing. I, was the clip against the Blue Jackets? How is your team doing? He's like, we suck. We can't afford very... We suck. Watching the post game conferences, he's like, "I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed." Like the sad parent when you you know you do something like you make a poor choice, and then your parents are like, "Jesus Christ!" Never That's what it. he's been doing make for good every choices, press conference. So. Well, he's just he's like, "I'm not mad." Well, he's like, "We." He's like, "I can't say they're not trying." He's just basically like you said earlier, they don't have the talent to really manage games and compete with. You know, some of the teams. Yeah, no team plays perfectly. Talent. No team plays perfectly. And the Flyers have a chance to beat every team. They are competitive enough to be in games. The problem is usually teams have more talent than just at the goaltender position, so they don't leave them out to dry. <laughs> also, they have enough scoring in their top six or top nine where they can afford if they make a mistake, if it doesn't cost them, they can fight back or get back in the game because they know they can score on you know two or three lines as opposed to the Flyers being like, yeah, we're scoring on one and a half lines right now. And the power play, my problem is the power play for all it's like better puck movement and keeping it simple, we're giving up way too many sh- odd man rushes on the shorthand. Like, how many shorthanded odd man rushes or breakaways have we seen this year? I think it's more than I've seen in a long time. And apparently it's, I mean, it, it was a personnel issue. It was Drew. It was Voracek. Now, it's like, what are we doing? It's well, just, I guess it's we don't know. Provost yeah. fumbling pucks at the line. Yeah, well, that's a problem, too. And then, like, I mean, Back for, to his old habits. So D'Angelo looks all right out there, but still, um, just way too many turnovers that go the other way. And I'm like, wait a minute, we're supposed to be on a power play. What are we doing? So for all the improvements they've made this year, that seems to bother me, too, because it just drains the life out of the power play, and they can't get it going again. When you almost give up a shorthanded goal off of a mistake you made, that's a huge momentum swing. And they also can't get set up. Um, yeah, song remains the same. stink. Their zone entries are terrible. They, <laughs> teams are anticipating everything they're doing. Like it's not. There's there's not enough. There's just not yeah. enough talent on this roster. When Nick Deloria getting in his league leading fight, and Zach McEwen's playing like third line, I just there isn't much there. I'm sorry, Zach McEwen's playing like second line second right line. now. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, I forgot he got moved up because of the injury to Konechny, and now Lawton's going to be out. So who do we think gets gets the call up now? Probably Tanner Lachinsky. Have him get yeah. back in the lineup and then bump him up to second line or put Bellows up there or Patrick Brown. Is, Patrick Brown and Wilman came back at the perfect time, not realizing yeah, that we're going to lose people. Tyson Jost. Jost. Off the waivers. Jost. <laughs> Remember the Titans? Jost. That's my boy, Jost. Oh, man. Yeah, I do appreciate that the Flyers are playing right into the soft tank um, purely by happenstance. Well, we knew this was going to happen. The, the hot start was, was only going to get them so far. Once people get the book on them and the season drags on, like there's a reason why um, you know, the top teams are that stay the top teams. You rarely have you – know, if you're going to have a team that doesn't have the top-tier talent, you need a lot of like very good players that are playing cohesive hockey. And we have a lot of young guys and a lot of question marks. We have some guys that are just trying to find a role in the NHL. We don't really have that talent. Farabee 
hasn't really gotten back to his old self yet. Um, we were missing Couturier, we're missing Atkinson, now Konechny, now Law, and it's just we. This is where it all falls off, just like last November. This <laughs> 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 is what Kevin Hayes going to get hurt. Like it just Couturier got hurt. Hey, it's just, I've seen this one before. This is a classic. Yeah, it's nothing like the holiday movies to remind you, you know, of like the time of year you're in. It, it but it, it sucks, and it's the tank is here. Um, and yeah, I got asked by uh, my mother if I wanted to go to the uh, Flyers-Penguins-Black Friday game. And normally I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, honestly, if you want to go, I'll go. But I really uh, I don't need to go. Dude, I, isn't there football on Black Friday now? They're, they're, they're going to have a Friday game? Um, I'm not sure they might this so. year. I think they have basketball on Friday. NBA plays yeah. a game. Well, there's something else to watch. So it's like the Thanksgiving, like, classic, the Flyers, Penguins, which, honestly, I, all right, so let me say this out loud again, something I never thought I'd say. I'm being offered to go to a Flyers-Penguins game, a Flyers game in general, but especially a Flyers-Penguins game on a day I have off, and I'd rather sit here and wish I had my computer and play Diablo 2 and have the Flyers game on in the background. That's really what Penguins it is. Twitter. Penguins Twitter was having a bit of a meltdown because they were on a losing streak and they wanted to fire Mike Sullivan, and I was like, if you guys only knew... The suffering we've endured while you lived high on the hog. Yeah, high on the hog. That's the name of my memoir. Uh, <laughs> Penguins just have one more win than us right now. They they are yeah they're doing having a weird better. they're yeah, having a weird season. Malkin's carrying them. Latang's doing nothing. So, regardless, that should be a fun game, I guess. But I don't think I'm going. <laughs> just to show you where I'm at. I mean, it'd be cool if you were going to like the club upstairs the 1776 club or whatever it is then that's fun because you can just drink at the bar and ignore the game but if you're just going to go sample my and pay 20 dollars for a snake dog because i'm pretty sure they raise beer prices but i don't know how much oh yeah that's what i'm saying like i don't i don't really like we need to go there it's really like i go to the game and like i want to have a couple of drinks but i don't want to spend all that money it's like ugh, i'll just drink four roses bourbon at home i got my poor man's i got jaqueens and uh four roses to get me going through the holidays while i'm Got to break the bank to spend some Christmas presents on people. I'm poor, people. <laughs> Jack Queen's a nice cream to mint. The the the, inf- the uh, inflation's really getting to me. So, I've never heard it called Jack Queen's. Jack Queen's. Jack Queen. Yeah, it was called it Jack Queen's. Oh uh, well, you know, Jaqueline. It, it depends. It depends on where the hyphens are. But so, if you want me to be able to afford beers at a game i want to uh, direct you to a couple options here's my venmo you can go no i'm not a, i'm not a hot 20 something girl <laughs> that's going to have my venmo and my cash app on my instagram and expect to get paid money because i look attractive in pictures with filters on it meanwhile i'm trying to hide from my daddy issues regardless um if you so feel inclined to support this podcast on our link tree uh, linked on all of our social media at the bsb podcast we have a paypal donation button but if you're more like i don't like donating fuck them they're idiots you're probably right. So if you want to get something for yourself or do some Christmas shopping, I direct you to phillygoat.com. Phillygoat.com is a great, great, great local uh, Philly minutia and Philly sports-based apparel company. Awesome guy, Ryan over there, is a friend of ours. He's a friend of ours. Great guy. He's a friend of ours. If you use promo code Jeff, what's the promo code again? I think I forget what it is. It's so hard to remember. Bully. Oh, promo code bully for 10% off your entire order. You can get a hat. You can get a onesie for your baby. You can get a COVID mask. You can go to the dentist and take it off when you get there. Uh, just saying. If you want to do that, promo code bully at checkout gives you 10% off your entire order, which are the inflation prices. That's pretty damn good. Get yourself some Eagles, Flyers, Philly, Sixers, Union, or some other funny shirts. Schuylkill River Mermaid, some Always Sunny in Philadelphia references, 
or maybe uh, whatever else you want and do that 10% off your entire order bully phillygoat.com all right and if you don't want to do that that's fine too it's your money why 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 support a free show that gives you hours of entertainment every month this is episode hours. 348 people years and hours of yes. comedy comedy speaking of comedy i got some uh, plenty of tickets available coming up <laughs> got a <laughs> <laughs> so uh thursday december 1st i'm going to be in maryland and northeast at the naughty goose and then uh saturday december 3rd this is a local show i would like to see all my delco people out this is a great cause beef and beer cash bar buffet comedy show i i booked the lineup of six absolute awesome comics on the lineup you'll have a great time definitely worth the price of admission that's going to be saturday december 3rd in clifton heights pennsylvania you know, just in time to get ready for the holiday season. And then December uh, 10th, I'll be doing a private party for my physical therapist office for my hip, and I'm pretty sure I'll have to find a new PT after they hear my jokes. So it should be fun. Um, at Drew Papsky on Instagram. Start. I got the haters coming at me now, so please join in on the fun and watch the idiots try to get made at jokes. Jokes, people. We're talking about jokes. So, yeah. Jokes. It's funny jokes. All right. We, all right, I did the plugs. Can we cut it off now? We're done. <laughs> yeah, if you want. <laughs> All right, good. Everyone, just give us money. Uh, go to my shows and uh, fuck off. Uh, go back to playing Diablo two for the rest of the day. All right, listen. If you're gonna keep bringing it up around here, it's like true. It's not my fault. I'm gonna be like one of those annoying people. Like, listen, I, I'm sober now, so if you could just do me a favor and not talk about alcohol, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's, it's so annoying. Why is it taking two weeks? Because uh, the part has to come from China and the holidays and the supply chain and COVID. I don't know. War in Ukraine, Jesus. starving people in Dar- Darfur. Take your pick on what it could be. So Just buy a new laptop they, uh, at this point. No. Another shipping container ship gets stuck in the canal. Dude, that <laughs> we ordered uniforms for a team I coach, and the uniforms were supposed to be there in November. We didn't get them until March because they got lost on a shipping container somewhere, and the company had no idea where they were. And FedEx is like, "Yeah, it's coming." <laughs> so this stuff happens. Dude, I hate FedEx. Yeah. FedEx does this. They, like, market delivered before they drop it off. And then when you call them, they're like, oh, it's going to get dropped off in, like, two days. If it doesn't, then call us back. And I'm just like, what? That's that's awful. That's, that's awful. not the correct answer. We're taking callers. <laughs> 856-347-PUCK. Tell us about your holiday package troubles. Uh, FedEx or UPS or the Dark Horse, DHL? Definitely not doing call US, now. Not USPS. Those bastards. They lose more things than a, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, according to our there. friend who used to be a mailman, everybody who sorts mail is just an alcoholic, so I'm surprised that anything makes it to my house. Never knew one, except for the annoying people that, <laughs> can you please not talk about drinking? It really bothers me. I'm like, all right, how about you? How about you? <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Can't control your high. Jesus. So this is a great scotch. Like, I don't care. I'm like, oh, well, you should care. Oh, that's right. You can't because you can't handle your, your buzz. Wah. Wah. Tune in next week where I come at opium addicts next. Uh, you have poor impulse controls, yeah. and it's probably the fault of your parents. Yeah. Good day, sir. You're talking to a guy who cr- who conquered the conquered the habit of eating South Philly tacos on a stoop at two in the morning. All right, I know what it's like to face addiction. I not only ate the food, I ate my shame. Exactly, and now I'm <laughs> trying not to eat my shame. I'm trying to get my hip my hips working. Should be clear it's by March. I can get, join Bobby Brink. We'll be, we'll be uh, Labrum Brothers again. All in the hips. It's all in the hips. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what they say. But we shall see. So the Flyers, the upcoming week, besides the Friday game we talked about, on Monday they have a 7 p.m. puck drop at home still versus Calgary. 
So if you're listening to this day it comes out, make sure you tune in tonight or don't. It's up to you. Monday Night Football's on or get ready for the holidays this weekend. Wednesday, the Flyers will be traveling to Washington to play the Capitals for the first time this year, 7.30 p.m. Then the Black Friday, 5.30 p.m. puck drop at home against Pittsburgh, which I will probably not be at. And then Saturday, they'll travel to Long Island to play the Islanders at 7.30. So this is that pretty much takes them to the end of the month. The Flyers will have one more game when we come back next week to talk about and preview for you. At that point, we'll have a better idea of where they're at because they have three important divisional games this week. Um, they have uh, not played the, any of these divisional games except for, what, the Devils and the, um, the Hurricanes, right? And they were able to win both of those. Devils. Yeah, the Devils are on a, are all one right now. Devils are on a heater. Yeah. So the Devils are a problem. The Flyers have lost to Columbus twice. They've lost to the Rangers. They've gotten two points at least in those Rangers and Columbus games. But now they're playing three other division rivals that it doesn't look good there, John. Not at all. No. And it's honestly like I don't even care. Well, I, we yeah, want them to the tank for part. a pick. That's, I know. I just want them to continue. Lo- but you know what will happen. They'll, they'll be last in the league by a wide margin, and then they'll end up picking seventh somehow. Yeah, or they'll go on a run and start winning like all their games after the trade deadline. And somehow, like, Can they just... drop that low in the draft? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't understand the draft rules. I just I don't understand how the worst team in the league. Well, here's what's going to happen. First. This year, we're going to learn those rules because we're going to be talking about it ad nauseum from January through May. And we're going to like note this is what happens when you go through something like this. Like, this would have been a good year to start the podcast as opposed to, I don't know, eight years ago when we did, probably, because uh, Hope, the Hackstall and Hextall era, all that really just uh, crushed dreams. It's like, I'm waiting for this neighborhood to turn around. It still hasn't. (laughs) It's been a wild ride for. It looked good for a second there, like the hipsters were going to start moving in. Then they didn't. Yep. The zoning laws shut down the coffee shop. They had to move out of town. Rent went up. And then a lot of protests turned into riots. And here we are back in the shitty old neighborhood. Here we are with Rasmus Ristolainen and Travis Sanheim for six more years or however the fuck long. They're signed. Yeah, I saw someone say that, like, the Flyers might try to trade. Maybe an angry Jim. He's like the Flyers might try to trade Rasmus Ristolainen. I saw it. It was angry Jim, and I was like, "Good fucking luck if they can get rid of Rasmus Ristolainen." I was like, "Yeah, if who's going to take on that contract, and what god awful contract are we going to be taking back for that?" Well, then, someone uh, might also, take it on like, just for the size. It just says what someone. He's a luxury, right? Well, we'll like, talk about that. is not directly bashing him, but he spends every press conference talking about how he's just not playing the way he wants him to. So, well, yeah, you know, because you, you suck, look at kid. His deployment. And usage, he's been on the bottom pairing since he's come back. Yeah. So that's great. Five so you say for your bottom pair defenseman. Ristolainen yep. is a bottom bitch. Is that safe to say? This team is just like... Full of bottom oof. bitches? Everybody, everything Chuck Fletcher... I know we talked about this, but like everything Chuck Fletcher did immediately turned... Blew up in his face? <laughs> turned to poop. And then he tried to offset all that turning to poop by doing more awful things. And now he's just in a <laughs> yeah, shit storm. Just, yeah. By offsetting that, he just doubled down on it. Well, to to be fair, last offseason we were ecstatic with his moves. The rest of the pundits in the NHL were like, the Flyers really made, addressed some team needs here, and I think they're going to be good. And for a second, everyone thought that. And then the injuries piled up. I mean, really, if Ryan Ellis and Couturier don't get, and Hay, or Ryan Ellis and Hayes aren't hurt last year, we're talking about a different season last year. Then Couturier gets hurt. I mean, he wouldn't have to play through yeah, as much but, of an injury. I know, I know it is, but like, I can't fault he, Fletcher totally for everything because I think at the time we all well, hindsight's twenty twenty. You can fault him is 
hanging on to Ristolainen. Oh, yeah. I was like, we talked about this late when he signed the contract. We're like, dude, just let him go. Yeah, don't yeah, cut your cut your losses like the sunken cost fallacy of like well we already traded so many picks and things for him so we have to pay him now it's like no you don't have to yeah just get rid of him and then trade Sanheim but now you have him for eight years and Ristolainen for like five more yeah well yep. those two eating up so much money the good news is Cam York might be NHL ready in like four years so that's exciting yeah right t- right in time for uh, Provorov to be twenty nine. <laughs> And be a UFA and probably walking. So like, I don't want to. I want to play. Uh, yeah, play this ready team for. No, they're going to trade Provorov this off season. That was last year's uh, saying too. I don't know. I don't believe anything. I'm still ready for Carter Hart to walk. And he'll be like, I'm taking my talents to literally anywhere else. You don't say that. <laughs> you don't say that about my Carter. <laughs> just let the guy say, go well, to people, a team where they just need a goalie. They already have everything else in place. It's not the yeah, Flyers. People also it's, want to get rid of him now just because they want to like maximize his return so he doesn't drew us. Yes, I know. Yeah. I, I I saw those tweets. Well, was it Maddie B talked about that over the summer? And I was like, no, you don't do that. Also, he's a young goalie, and that's how you you build from the net out. Well, the Flyers down the need center. help everywhere. So the idea is to get as much to refill in the gaps for Hart. But then you are back to where you were in 2010. So you got to hope you find another starting goalie, like an elite number one <laughs> goaltender. Like that, 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 you don't get rid of guys like that. Oh, they got Troy Grossneck in the Phantoms, don't they? He can step the in. Mo- in my opinion, the most hard and most sard- the most hard to get and sought after pieces on a team you build in the NHL is a a number one goalie, a number one defenseman, a true number one defenseman, and. Uh, a top scoring winger or center. Those are the three. Th- you want someone that can score. You want someone that can be your number one defenseman. And you need someone that's going to be your number one goalie that you can rely on for half the season to win you your games. That way they get hot in the playoffs. Am I wrong? Like, how, like you can't replace that. Superstar talent, know. number one defenseman, and goalie. So I feel it's like just you just. Mime. And then especially because the fact he's only 24 years old, you don't just like walk from him because, oh, we're going to suck for a while. Like, you can tell me well, in four years we can't rebuild enough to be like a playoff team again. I don't think the Flyers are going to walk from him. I think he's going to walk from the Flyers. He's going to get fed up with their shit. Well, he's an RFA. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, do you think that. Uh, he's got two years left on his deal. The Flyers might lock him down after this year to like keep him longer and like before he blows up again. I don't know. Well, here's here's a pretty important question too: Is do you think Chuck Fletcher makes it through the season as the GM? He might, just because they don't like. I don't. I don't like the GM. Is always get fired halfway through the season unless you're Ron Hextall. Usually, they fire the coach first and the GM at the end of the year, right? No, I feel like they're gonna cut him slack with the injuries, but I could see him getting fired by the trade deadline if they're in a tailspin. If they have still. somebody else, they're not just gonna fire him to fire him. They're gonna need to, to have someone else in mind. I don't know. I feel like Chuck Fletcher not being there is probably better. Then they could say things like, should we sign Rasmus versus Salina? And everybody else is like, <laughs> no. Maybe uh, like, Valerie Camillo will be the new GM because <laughs> everyone can know her name again. Uh, she was she led people in for the watch party, so she got more fans in the building than the Flyers did. She did. That's true. Just imagine. <laughs> more people went to the Wells Fargo Center to watch the Phillies than a hockey game. They were actually sitting down to watch the Phillies, and like after the game, they walked out to the concourse and just like bought ice cream and went home. <laughs> oh, it's not safe at the Flyers game. It's fine. I know the tickets were free, but I just don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to fire him during the season. I mean, I, nothing would surprise me at this point. The Flyers right now are like, 
an episode. It's like a TV show. It's jumped to shark. You're just waiting to see what else crazy shit they're going to do to finish up the season. It's like, what else can they do to like really I like, mean, draw? I mean, John Tortorella is safe for the year, right? They're not going to fire him in year one, especially with the hand he's been dealt. But no, there's so. there's absolutely no way because number one, he's he's got he's got a Stanley Cup winning coach with a proven track record of getting teams into the playoffs and getting teams to win presidents trophies and yada yada yada. Right? He has this roster that is. Um, What's what I'm looking for in the dictionary? Oh, dog shit. He doesn't have he doesn't have the opportunity to really do anything except for develop a culture and develop a team out of young guys. And that's what he's been supposed to do. He's gonna be here for I think at least three or four years before they get rid of him. Unless something else, something crazy happens. Yeah. Well I just think it's like how many cracks do you give Chuck Fletcher at this when he's, you know, I feel like he's set the team back just further and further and further yeah. every year. He's put them right back into cap heck, especially yeah. because Johnny Gaudreau was like, I would love to come play here. And Chuck Fletcher was like, that is cool. But I accidentally spent all of the money on other things. I apologize. Yeah. Well, the Flyers yeah, do have the line in Nick Delorier and no Johnny hockey money. Sorry. The only way I see them trading him or firing Fletcher early before the end of the season is if they have someone in mind that know like, hey, we need to get start working on the draft because the Flyers do have two third round draft picks and two fourth round draft picks. They don't have a second round pick because they're rest of the line in trade, but they do have that first round draft pick, which could prove huge this year coming up if they're able to tank efficiently and get in the top three. Um, but that doesn't always mean it's going to pan out. But at least we have an idea of these. Top, these like, top prospects are supposed to be pretty good, which we'll obviously spend a lot of the season talking about as it goes on. Because uh, what else are we going to talk about? We'll get third spring? overall, then have to draft the Russian guy who may never come over here. <laughs> he's going to be he's going to yeah. die he's going to die in Ukraine fighting the good fight. He'll go to the he'll go to the <laughs> same gulag that Fedotov's in. Well, I mean, guy. Russian hockey team. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff, he's got canceled. Um, <laughs> but you know, you got to you got to figure if the Flyers are in the shitter by the the trade deadline. Do you let Chuck Fletcher go past a trade deadline, or do you, you say like we're going? We have our visions for this team, and you're out of here, and then somebody else does it? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what like GM they can get because you know, like same thing as usual is like GMs want their own coach and whatever. Let's we'll get Dean. I wonder Marty. like we'll just fill in. I wonder if they can get someone and be like you know. Torts is the coach. There's no non-negotiable about that. But I mean, even if they do fire Torts, it's like not because of him. Really matter. It's yeah, just it's the business him, side but, of it. It's like, yeah, we're, I want my, I want a fresh start. Yeah, I but feel apparently, like... apparently the the what was it? Spectacor was like, well, we don't really want to pay AV out the rest of his contract. That's why they like tried to hang on to him as much as possible. I don't know if you Tortorella is the coach you want for a team like this, though. I feel like. Yeah, the, well, no, you want him. You just want him right now as like the guy who can, you know, reverse the culture in the locker room and try and set a precedent of like how to play the right way and everything. And squeeze the most you can out of these young guys to see what you really have instead of like, well, they'll be good eventually. It's gonna come I full mean, circle. Yeah, they, I guess you do chicken figure wings. out. It shouldn't have taken like three head coaches to figure out like, well, is Travis Konechny someone to build forward with or <laughs> Ivan Provorov? It's been like six seasons now. Like, how have we not figured this out? It That's what I mean. Like, been. yeah, like with this, we, like, is he actually going to show us? And honestly, Konechny has been the top scorer on a one line team, so maybe there was something to that. Um, and Provorov has still been turning pucks over at the blue line, so I guess we have our answer. <laughs> well, I wish I wish I could argue that point, but um, I can't. 
It's because his stick is too long or short. I don't remember, but that's why. Oh, that was that was the theory of what last year or two years ago. <laughs> he's just stick size, yeah. and he could. They're all just running together. When's enough enough? When are we going to become the Backstreet Boys, Diablo 2, and Film Noir podcast we were meant to be? Uh, that third option was not discussed. I, th- I think it was, Doyle. If you check the fine print of the contract you signed it's while a, you were asleep and I held your hand and touched my turgid <laughs> Pekka. Um, the definitely Noir happened. Noir podcast is only for the month of November. Noir-vember, you mean. Actually, I found yes. out. I actually found out it's a thing. What November? It's November's an actual thing. I found a couple articles people the writing about. People who celebrate that are probably the people I hate. Oh yeah, they definitely. Like, I would, I would hate to <laughs> hang out with them. Celebrate that are probably like eighty six years old. No, there's no. It's got. It's like probably a uh, little like hipster guys with shitty mustaches. The moving pictures. They probably dress like Jeff. You know, there's <laughs> awful people. I grew up, but there was no sound in films. Oh, I remember the first talkie that came out. It was a. <laughs> it, was a it was a great uh, cinematic experience and adventure. But, they used the shadows to set the tone. <laughs> All right, Grandma, get in the closet. Get out of here. But Noir November does rule. So it doesn't. If we, all right, it so we, all right. So here's how we compromise. We do a third of the podcast about Backstreet Boys because that's what uh, Doyle likes. We do a third of the podcast about Diablo <laughs> 2. That's what Jeff likes. We do a third of the podcast about Noir November because that's what I like. And then that's how we <laughs> get through the season. Everyone wins. I happen to like all three of those things, but still, regardless, it's fine. <laughs> That's cool. Next I'm, week, I gotta we sell tickets about... to my comedy shows. <laughs> Next week, we can talk about rune words. Ah, yes, rune words. How to spell them? Yeah, Drew, Drew hasn't made a rune word yet. That's not true. Sure. Well, I haven't made one yet. The the runes escaped me. I was too busy on a case, Doyle. <laughs> the runes escaped me. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't get. I couldn't get there. I was on a case following a dame around town and looking for her, her lost pearls and her boyfriend that likes to beat on her. You know? You talking about Andorial? No, I'm talking about the dame that came in my office the looking countess. for me to find the missing pearls. <laughs> the countess. The countess. All right, we got to make a Backstreet Boys She's reference at the to the top work. of her uh, ivory tower. That's the way. I, I want it that way. There you go. All right, we, 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 we did it all. There we go, all three. <laughs> uh, you see what happens, Flyers? See what you did? I can't we had believe a, that we had there's three, still like five months of the season. Left. We had we had a 300, <laughs> 300 episode the streak. Summer was bad. <laughs> Good God! Oh, shit. Well, there, there's no way they're getting a full episodes out of me this summer. I'm sorry, listeners. Jump ship to someone else. Um, I'm not doing that this summer. <laughs> I will do the episodes around the good stuff, and then after that, it's like I'm taking off for I'm pickleball. Just provide ladder update podcasts as the Broad Street Bully podcast. <laughs> New ladder just dropped a couple weeks ago. That would so be here, so here. on brand for us because we are such fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> here's your top three builds to go into this ladder season. Ladder is a uh, reference to Diablo 2 for everyone knows. People are like, what the hell's Diablo 2? It's like, I guess you got hand jobs in middle school and didn't play because <laughs> we sure didn't. I mean, Diablo yeah, 3 also had ladders. 20 years old. But it's, but it's the resurrected version, dude. It's the new graphics. Yeah. Man, well, it's pretty good graphics. Much better than Diablo 3. Diablo 3 was just too easy. Yeah. yeah Change so skills no matter yesterday. what. Yeah, Doyle and I were talking about Doyle and I went to the Lehigh Lafayette game. You know, the, we haven't been there in like four years because the last time yeah, in 2019, yeah. someone got married and we couldn't go. <laughs> got him. So, <laughs> and then after that it was COVID and the year after that, we couldn't go for some other reason. So we went and that was very fun to go to a college we both didn't go to and talk a lot of shit. 
I was trying to make all the uh, Lehigh fans piss in the girls' room. <laughs> Whose dad is here? <laughs> I was like, some guy. Drew was some... walking around saying he was class of 83. Yeah, I was like, I was class of 83. I was like, how many games you play? It's like, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling him I was class of 83. We're at his Doyle's dad's old frat house. I'm just like, I, I wish I had a Lafayette sweater because I would just act like I was somehow a graduate of here. But, um, yeah, just talking shit to Lehigh fans is fun because they get so out of shape. One guy's like, that's what a real marching band looks like. I was like, shut up, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him hit that bass drum. Holy shit. Well, it's because they're marching band. Like, Lehigh's like, kind of legit, and Lafayette has, like, a, just a pet band. This is, like, uh, inside baseball for inter-Pennsylvania co- collegiate <laughs> uh, sports. However, it is the oldest. It's the longest college football rivalry in the history. It's from, like, what, football. the 1890s? Probably. Yeah, they played their 150th game in, I think, like, 2014. Oh, yeah, so it's even longer than that. It goes back to, like, you the know, first post-Civil time, War. The first time they played each other was the fir- when, when film noir was cool. No, that's not true. Film noir wasn't cool. <laughs> Dude, it wasn't until the late 30s, thanks to influence by French cinematic techniques. Let me tell you about film noir when it was cool. It, it still is cool. How many movies you like that have film noir uh, influences in the neo-noir? You like John Wick, huh? You like Pulp Fiction? You like Seven? Huh? You like any of those movies? They're all influenced, Jeff. <laughs> so. There's no shadows in Seven. Doesn't matter. Just the, the detective it's in color. story. It's not even in black and white. What are you talking about? Oh my god! Yeah, where's the noir? I thought that where's was the, the noir part. Of that's it. that's exactly the point. It doesn't have to be in black and white for it to be. Just like the different kinds of uh, cinematic tropes you have in those movies. <laughs> Trying to get to the bottom of the case. Is the movie Cars based on noir? No, that's based on Pixar <laughs> bullshit. It's based on Doc Hollywood, but you know, whatever. Oh, shut up! Who cares about that movie? Doc Hollywood was a great movie. Well, town a, doctor or big town doctor goes to a small town, falls in love. You know, I mean, who cares about Cars? Oh, Cars is a great movie too. I like I like the sequel, Bikes Better. Stupid. Ooh. <laughs> the sequel I thought was Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Live like look at Pelly Lindbergh. Uh, Jesus. Oh no, Pelly. <laughs> Christ. Let's see what the Flyers did to me. It makes me an asshole. I would never say such a thing if we were winning. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, we would. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. But regardless, <laughs> comedians, I think they're funny. <laughs> Talk about titty feeding. <laughs> oh, Stu, man. <laughs> uh, I hope he still listens. And he's like, I did that as a joke. I hate these guys. He lives in my head rent free. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. I see him every time I close my eyes at night. <laughs> Every time I close my eyes, I think about I the see his username because we don't him. have a picture. His, yeah, you just see his comment. <laughs> on a white... His comment on the Apple review. On an old cathode ray monitor. It hurts my eyes when I look at it. It really sucks. So, yeah. So, the Flyers. Uh, just waste 25 yeah, what's minutes. What's upcoming for the Flyers, True. Anything good? Well, I just know the fact that, that we have, uh, you know, the Calgary Flames uh, home, like I said, but the Flyers have... Four important divisional matchups in a row to really uh, set us down the path of not being able to make the playoffs, which is perfect. And then the Flyers will be playing a bunch in December against uh, some other divisional opponents, including the Devils, who are on, on a heater. Got the Capitals coming up. We got the Rangers, more Blue Jackets and uh, Hurricanes, including some West Coast matchups. And, uh, yeah, the, I mean, at least the Flyers won't be playing on Christmas this year. The Flyers actually will have off between the 23rd of December and the 29th, so that means they won't be able to ruin your Christmas if you care that much. Although the Flyers won't be ruining anything in my life right now, because I simply 
don't give a flying F. I think they've ruined a little bit of your life this year and last year and the year before that. Oh, not this year. They're not. Yeah. They're not ruining my life this year. The only thing that ruined my life this year is having to schedule this podcast. Really, let's, let's be honest. Like, it feels like a chore. It's like I don't want to talk about the fucking flyers. We're talking about film noir. Jeez. Film noir. You know. Yeah, it has. It's become much more. We changed it to the weekend, so it was easier to do, and it's just more work. Well, no, it's better than doing it on a weeknight. We used to release yeah. on Thursdays. If we years did ago. this on a weeknight, it would be unbearable. We squeeze it in. I don't have softball right now on Sundays, but we got wrestling season starting up, so that's going to be tough. But, you know, it is what it is. Wrestling and some jello. Yeah. Fill the baby pool with jello, make those kids roll around in it. You're a sick son of a bitch. The kid came in unprepared. He didn't have his wrestling shoes. No. Are you doing an R? <laughs> yeah, an R? Drew's, <laughs> Drew's uh, starting up his uh, rock frozen patchkey or whatever. Oh, that's stupid. In that, <laughs> yeah. His amateur wrestling career. <laughs> Guys, Estelle Cold, Steve Austin's weird cousin. Did you Rock see um, Drew Patchkey? It was an awful nickname. I never liked it. <laughs> They're uh, so Stone Cold wrestled. At you guys, can you guys even hear that? No, you didn't hear it again. Playing music again? It didn't work. Oh, dude, something's going on. Drew, <laughs> are you actually hitting the play button? No, I am. Wait, is this all in my mind? Well, while you figure it out, did you see, like, after Stone Cold wrestled at uh, WrestleMania last year, now he's talking about making a comeback and doing, like, I don't know, four dates a year wrestling at, like, big pay-per-views? That would work. Yeah, that's exciting. And then there's, like, a video of him working out, and his fucking uh, thighs are huge. Can you just do, like, I just want him to, like, wrestle all the other old wrestlers. Just, like, (laughs) bring back him versus The Brock. Or like him versus uh, Goldberg. He kicks over Bret Hart's walker. <laughs> Get over here, you senile old man. Bret Hart's like, I hate Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why this isn't working. I definitely, I was just playing. You guys are messing with me, right? No. You're going to listen to this. If I'm playing you're listen to this, and then you're not going to hear any sounds when you're like, oh, yeah, this is where the music's supposed to be. No, it's, or, it's playing on here. There's something going on. Yeah, I was going to say, or like Audacity is going to record it, and then we just sound like assholes because we're like, we can't hear. You guys were <laughs> talking over my film noir music, and I was like, you guys are talking over my bit. Do you? Is it something to do with like the... It's probably through because it's on YouTube. Sounds. It's probably because it's on yeah. YouTube. I don't know what's going on. Hey, you know, it is what it is. YouTube is just... YouTube is just... Um, blocking everything because they know you're about to post this no. illegally. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I have it ready for next week. The good news for you guys is, though, before we wrap up, um, there is Relax. one sound I know that's definitely going to work because it is that time of year I like to really get into the holiday spirit and really understand what it means to be a man of the holidays, to give back a little bit, you know, be a little nicer to each other, really enjoy each other's company as you get ready for your families. And uh, what are you guys thankful for this year? Do you guys have anything you're thankful for? Uh, in general or Flyers related? In general. I know you're not thankful for anything Flyers, except for what, Owen Tippett's wrist shot? <laughs> yeah. I'm thankful for Owen Tippett's wrist shot and uh, the small resurgence of Travis Konechny that we got to watch before he broke his wrist. <laughs> well, to be determined, but yes. Notice how we haven't done Lauren Hart Waves of the Week in weeks because <laughs> just nothing. There's no waves. It's a it's a broken wave pool. It's the kiddie pool right now. Yeah, it's just a flat, <laughs> flat sea. Jeff, what about you? 
I guess I would say I'm thankful that the Phillies uh, made it to the World Series. So, so I had actual fun sports to watch and didn't have to deal with uh, the Flyers oh. for more than I wanted to. That's good. That's I, a, I agree with that. Fair shake. Yeah. Yeah. Feel the shake. I actually saw a uh, a um like a memory from like Snapchat like years ago, and it was uh me drinking beers to feel the shake in a Flyers jersey. I was like, oh, remember those days back when we had hope, and that was the goal song. I mean, everything really, everything really went downhill when they picked that goal song. But everything can get better though, because as we know. Lied. And they lied about the whole goal song picking process because that wasn't anywhere in any of the. Oh, yeah, it was a different. Don't think I forgot Flyers. Tarzan Boy? I don't think I forgot. <laughs> and what is it now? Uh, it's, I don't know what it's called, but it's Becky Lynch's theme song from Wrestling. You guys can't hear this? I can hear this one, unfortunately. Oh, yes, you can. So, without further ado, <laughs> the holiday season is officially kicking off this week. Dude, you're like a so, month yeah. early for this. No, it's it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> They're already The Christmas Story movie came out already. Uh, Backstreet Boys Christmas oh is released. God. Oh, yeah. It's like a Christmas Story Christmas or two yeah, Christmas, so two Furious. Yeah. So, we have to make sure we get. You guys got off easy with this song last year, so I'm bringing it back. We got a full month of it this, this song year, baby. It fucking stinks. It does stink. It does, but it's so good, though. No, it's not. It's the yin and yang of true holiday spirit. It's none of that. It's Dan Fogelberg as an American icon and a treasure. You need to. That's <laughs> why. Why do you think you can always find his records at the Goodwill? Because the people just can't get enough of them. It's always Dan Fogelberg and Linda Ronstadt and Engelbert Humperdinck just filling the goodwill pile until you find, like, one Miles Davis record you've been looking for. It's because the only people who listen to him killed themselves, and then their family dumped all their garbage as a goodwill. Or they just died of old age. Dan Fogelberg without a beard. He looks really weird. Hmm. Yeah, it's creepy. So, all right, I've had enough of that. You guys got off easy this week, but don't worry. I'll be back next week to talk about the Flyers oh, and Dan Fogelberg, and we'll have updates on Travis Konechny and Scott Lawton. Hopefully Lawton's uh, concussion's mild and it's okay, and he'll be back in the lineup soon. They're going to need him, and if not... Hopefully he doesn't have a concussion at all. Well, yeah, but I mean, let's be honest. You know? Uh, you know uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, didn't buddy. look too good, dude. It, like, he dropped on his head. <laughs> I hope he's okay. Yeah, it was not, not good. It was a pretty uh, innocent hit, too, just like right into the boards, which is the way he kind of like tried to go around it and just was hit awkwardly. He, like, bounced off the boards and, like, yeah. So, yeah, but Nick DeLaurier won another fight, so there's that. Yeah. All right, cool. Woo! Nick rules. The Broad Street so Bullies are back. have him for four more years. Yeah, four no more years. Clause. But, yeah, man, I'm that's glad it. they did get Johnny Hockey. It would have just been so much money tied up in a really good player. Yeah, but it's okay, Jeff, because I'm about to go to a Friendsgiving where the theme is Wingsgiving, and all we're going to do is eat wings and watch football and hopefully go birds. That's what I'm going to do with the rest of my Go Birds. Day. So that is going to be – so that's out to our friend Alicia who actually listens to the show. Uh, so thanks, Alicia. You know she uh, dates a Bruins fan. It's okay. I read it for the Bruins the other night too because I want to tank, baby. Can't wait to eat all the wings today. If you don't hear from me, I probably died doing what I loved, eating and drinking until I passed out. So people, I want to appreciate your <laughs> your partnership, your fellowship. Your It's been an honor to serve with you. Um, and don't forget, you only have about – 10 days of November left to really enjoy yourself. So go out there and watch the Maltese Falcon like you're supposed to. And we'll uh, catch you next week. I'm Ron Burgundy.
This has been the Broad Street Bully Podcast with your hosts, Drew Papsky, Jeff, and Doyle. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Check out broadstreetbully.net for the latest episodes and daily content about the Philadelphia Flyers. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at the BSB Podcast. Yeah, that, da, 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 da.